you know, my father is white and my mother's black, and it's hard for me to listen to this sh- shit saying, mm-hmm. oh, all white men want this and all that, because the people that are kind of Milano don't fit in that category, and it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. hear that. To hear that. So I yeah. guess we don't fit anywhere. So thank you for letting us know we don't fit there because, you know, you're like, oh, all white women want this. Because if you are lighter than a black skinned person, then you don't fit anywhere. So thank for you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for letting me see that. Have a good night. Don't, no, don't be negative about it because there are <laughs> there are people in the middle. Like my OK, look at my family. My family is very multiracial. We have uh, Chinese Jamaicans. We have mm-hmm. uh, white Jamaicans. We have uh, Africans who stayed in Jamaica. And now uh, we have Irish. We have Scottish. We have Jewish Jamaicans. So I, my skin tones and my family are very well diverse. And then you, I have to deal with my skin tone being darker. And then I have to deal with having children who are lighter skin tones who people tell me that there's no way that their fathers can be black. Oh, her father is white or her father is Mexican. No, no, it's called genetics. So don't get on here assuming from what Greg said, everything that Greg said, that he is talking to you in a negative sense, saying that you don't matter because both of your parents are different or your father is black or your mother is white or vice versa. I'm going to say this. I, I don't want to cut you off. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cut you off, but yeah. I, I have to for a second because it's, it's not about me. It's not about you. Here's the thing. You, you are putting your whiteness in front of the fact that you are a woman. White men disrespect you. They don't give a fuck about you. And the fact that you are putting that in front of your womanhood, more importantly, you being who you are as a woman, not yeah. the other women that come in, like not your mother, not your grandma, you as a woman, you are putting your whiteness ahead of it. That's why everybody gives you so much hell. That's why people give you the energy that they give you. You're doing it against you. Like, I, I, I don't want to be an asshole about it, but it's more so it's like you got offended because someone told you the truth. It's, it's almost as if like you looked in your lunchbox at school and your parents told you, hey, all I put in there was a peanut butter jelly sandwich, a juicy juice, and a fucking <laughs> piece of string cheese. Yeah, like, I, 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 it's like you knew the information beforehand and then you yeah. get upset at the fact that you already had the information. Sweetheart, uh, actually, I don't mean disrespectful. Miss Lady, I don't know what your username is, and I'm not going to block you. I, I, I honestly, I want to have this dialogue with you because, as someone who has a white wife, like the fact that you're mad at something, you're you're actually mad at the truth. You're mad at someone telling you, like, hey, you know what? Like, this is the information that you need to you're, know. You're Everybody- basic. You're basically her father because you have a multiracial daughter. So exactly. your daughter is actually hers. So how can you be disrespectful to who she is? And to me, it doesn't make any sense. That, that's what fucks me up so much. It's when white people who like they they have they might not be racist, but they have inherited racism 
through their own family. And it's like, you know what? I can't tell you that your family's racist. You know they're racist. You won't accept it. And it's fine. The thing is, I'm not here to teach you. Teachers get paid. They don't get paid enough. So just imagine being a person of color trying to tell a racist that they're racist. We're not getting paid for this. There are websites. There are podcasts. There are shows. More importantly, the fucking election is telling you the states that you decided in 2016 that were racist that were saying you know what we're going to make america great again we're going to do this we're going to do this you know what they say you know what america's no longer fucking great we are trash we are shit <laughs> except for the midwest e- except for the midwest because the midwest has said you know what we're going to be who we're going to be because we don't see anybody else think about it the moon there's been a limited amount of people who have been there so mm-hmm. the moon can say you know what we don't fuck with you motherfuckers and we can't say shit to them white people feel like they're the moon they feel like, you know what? We are who we are and you can't say anything to us. But the thing is, you're the you're always the ones that are bringing this shit up. Trust me, we would love to leave slavery behind. We would love to just be who the fuck we are and just go on about our lives. You keep putting out these fucking movies. You keep going out and letting us know in the textbooks, in the history. You like Black History Month is literally white acknowledgement of we fucked up. Yeah. We know this shit happened. We yeah. know February is the month for for white people to learn. You know what? That's that's white learning month right now. We have like terms like LGBTQIA. We have terms. Honestly, there there are more white people than black people who don't know or are not educated about the LGBTQIA plus community. They they hate that. They hate that. You know, someone that was born a certain way decided, you know what, that's not what I want it to be. This is who I am as a, a woman, as a man. They hate that shit. We honestly, the fucking Kardashian, um, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. So Caitlyn Jenner, and I, I, well, I said him, but I mean her. You know what I mean? But basically, like, sh- she is who she is now because she's not the person that she was then. They fucking hate it. And the thing is, she hates it because she, you know, in a previous life was a fucking Republican. And the thing is, the Republican Party, it's its not about them. It's not about the Republican Party. It's its its literally about the people who just say, you know what? I'm going to be who I'm going to be, and I'm going to be an ancient individual, and you have to deal with it. But newsflash, newsflash, you have your own who are telling you that you ain't shit, and you hate it. You hate the fact that people are telling you and calling you out on your shit, and you will, everybody's looking at you. You are that kid in the room that didn't do the homework, and we all were able to get gold stars, but now we can't get them because you, you stupid motherfucker, you decided, you know what? Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be the oddball. I'm going to be that person who's just going to buck the... The, I'm going to buck the system. I'm not going to do what I want to do. And as a result, you are 2016. You are that the, the the current 45 who decided. You know what? I know I lost. I don't accept the loss. So what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to be that person who just don't give a fuck. I'm going to be that person who I know for a fact I can't concede and I can't acknowledge that I have faults. I can't acknowledge that. You know what? I don't respect men. I don't respect black people. I don't respect women. More importantly, I don't respect women. I'm going to keep saying this shit and I'm going to say it three more times. I don't respect women. I don't respect women. I don't respect women. So the fact that there is a woman who is in our fucking comments and she don't respect herself enough to know that she is not respected, you are absolute trash. And I I want to block you so bad. I, I literally want to say, you know what? Fuck you and everything you stand for. Unfollow me block me report me but this is the one thing i want you to just take from this conversation i'm having with you sweetie and i I don't want to be mean to you you're going to eventually have children yeah you're going you're going to have a family and they're going to have their own ideals 
they're going to have their own thoughts. They're going to have their own opinions. And when they have those opinions, either you can change them for them or they can have them for themselves. Thanks. But the the, fur, the further we get into technology and the further we get into being our own identity, and now that we have all these avenues like stereo and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and things like that, people can make judgments for themselves. So when we say Black Lives Matter, it's not saying your life doesn't matter. It's just saying you didn't acknowledge ours. Exactly. So the fact that you the, the fact that you are actually making it about you proves our point that you think it's about you. Well, here's the thing. If you want it to, if you want it to be about you, let me just break it down to like the, the like the most minute way I can possibly make it. I guarantee you, they have apps. They have 23andMe. They have Ancestry. You are at least two percent black. You can't go and just completely disavow that. You are who you are genetically. And there is some black in you. If there isn't some black in you, you want some black in you. And that's not to be derogatory. That's not to be disrespectful. I'm just telling you the fucking facts. <laughs> More importantly, look at your history books. When you see like the Bible and you see all these other things, you know for a fact it's nothing but brown people. You know you're white. And you're like, where the fuck do we come from? Yeah. Who are we? Like, who are we? Thing is, I'm not here to tell you the answers. There's Googles for that. There's Bibles for that. There's, there's things that tell you that. The fact that you are completely void of learning the information for yourself means that you have a lot of soul searching, man. And I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to soapbox. We got enough voicemails that we got to play. I well hope said. that you take that, that information because, boy, you, you're in for a wake-up call because <laughs> if a woman hasn't told you, I'm going to tell you this. The only the only thing you have is me fucked up, and you're not going to disrespect the people who are in here. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm telling you, man. It's it, oh my god, it's just so disrespectful, man. But let's get to the next voicemail. Okay. All right. Thanks. Hey, man, shut your gay ass, brother. After that comment, you're no longer welcome. You can piss off. Yeah, because um, from what I have seen, that people can still vote after, like, the last, for the people to put in their ballots. It's the 10th of this month. So, yeah, they'll be counting ballots for a while. Exactly. And I think PA, PA hasn't um, done their voting yet, have they? No, here's the thing. They still have done their voting. There's three districts, which are ironically, like, the the I don't want to say the biggest districts, but the more populated districts in Pennsylvania. As a result, most of those are mail-in ballots. We all know because obviously every single news channel has told us that the mail-in ballots are historically black minority, more importantly, people who were thinking about the pandemic, which are people or persons of color that are ironically Democrat. But either way, whatever your policies are, whatever your political stance is. This isn't a political show. We are just telling you what the numbers and what the dynamics are. Next yeah. question. Yo, get these kids out of here. Hello, Patricia. No. Okay. We have a lot of voicemails. I heard something recently that, um, and whenever I, I get so pissed off when anybody says the whole all lives matter kind of thing where why why do why don't we uh, matter too what the heck what it's not just black lives uh, okay first off to all those people <laughs> i heard the thing i heard recently was 
if save the whales doesn't mean fuck all the other fish in the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would th- Black Lives Matter exclude everybody? Which, by the way, it, it, that's, not, that's not the point. Like, save, save the whales? Yes, we're worried about the whales at that current moment. Doesn't mean we don't care about equal rights for all, but at the moment, we are, we're dealing with a problem. That's exactly what's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. We need to really focus on the issues that are going on and troubling those people in that community. Exactly. And not to take from what he said, not to take from what he said at all. There are like, you know, there are, I won't say allies, but that, that's the term. So there are allies. There are people who understand what the Black Lives Matter means, and they may be white people. Yeah. They are being they are being treated wrong because they honestly see right from wrong. There are people like in DC. There was that whole thing that was on the news where there was a white uh, protester in the Black Lives Matter, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement who ended up being trampled by police. Like they didn't give a fucking regard for him. They just knew for a fact, hey, you're with them, so you ain't with us. Yeah. The, the issue is like you you know these things. You know he's a white man, but just for the fact that they acknowledge that it's wrong you don't fuck with them now so now we've gotten to the point where you don't even fuck with your own kind because they don't believe in your ideals here's the issue black people we already know we stand on one front and if we don't stand on one front it's like okay we're not casting you away we're saying you know we're not saying oh well we don't fuck with you we're all of a sudden we're not with you like even with ice cube with Lil wayne and stuff like that we joke about them we're like you know what we're still going to support your music we're still going to do what we do for you guys we just know for a fact you might not be right right now kanye trust me we've been standing with kanye before before kim kardashian and her four faces before the four kids before you know trust me we, we've been standing with Kanye before white people were before white people were wearing Yeezys and shit like that. We were standing with Kanye when before Kanye would ever acknowledge the fact that he was the main reason why his mom passed away. Rest in peace to Donya West. Before we knew all this shit, we knew for a fact that we stood with Kanye. We stopped standing with Kanye when Kanye decided that he was no longer black or brown or a person of color. He was just a person when he's like, oh, I'm a person. Here's the thing. When it comes to Kanye, he says he's just a person. Has Donald Trump called him back? No. Has, you know, have his records or has his albums like raised in sale? Yo, you have to know when Beyonce and Jay-Z, two people who, even though they're political, they don't say much until like the moment of, like until the 11th hour. The fact that they don't fuck with you, you're like, all right, all right, something's wrong. More importantly, you have Kim Kardashian, your own wife. She is freeing not just black men, brown women, you know, brown men, brown women. She's going and doing her due diligence as a woman of color. Mind you, notice what I said, a woman of color. She is going out of her way to say, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do. Kanye is somewhere in fucking Wisconsin being like, I'm going to make sure I do what I need to do to make sure people vote for Trump. And then he said, you know what? I don't fuck with Trump this week. I'm going to go and vote for myself. <laughs> and what did I... What, what, Which is equating like, to I did not vote. Exactly. You stupid motherfucker. Let, let's get these voicemails. We got so many. Jesus Christ. Oh, look at that. Block party. I cannot. All right, I got to cut off there. People in that community and... Just we that's the current issue. We need to get rid of the racism that exists in the country. We need to really address it. And when people say all lives matter, it's just like a whole, 
Guys, that's not the point. Like exactly. I said, <laughs> if save the whales yep. doesn't mean yep. fuck all the other fish in the ocean, why does Black Lives Matter to some people mean that screw all you guys? Exactly. That's not the point of it. I wish people would understand that that's not what we're trying to say here. They're trying to move exactly. the attention. You know? That's what it is. <sighs> Sorry, I, I, I'm going off way too hard on this, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm digging the vibes you guys are putting down. Keep it up. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say just one thing before we get to the next voicemail. You know, a, a lot of people are trying to make the divide between like black people and then every other person. I, I want to say this to every man who is leaving these derogatory voicemails where we end up blocking you. I just want to ask you a question: Do you respect women? That's no, the question. That's they, honestly, they, that's, they, that's, they gonna get women, so why would they be expecting? Yeah, I, I just want to know that if you can answer me that question without having a but, an and, or an or, like we we can talk. The moment you say but and or or, I'm blocking you. I'm not fucking with you. And honestly, anybody who hears the voicemails, block them as well because. If a man who obviously is the most over opinionated like species gender on planet fucking earth, if they can't explain to you why they stand with women, regardless of color, regardless of race, if they have an and an or or a but block them because it's, it's almost if like, you know, I'm not racist, but if you want to call it that. So if they have an and or a but just block them because you already know what the gag is. Next voicemail. though. This is probably my favorite podcast, and actually, I never used to like podcasts. Like, I never really, like, listened to them or, like, did anything with them. So, like, now that I'm listening to you guys, it's actually, like, really fun. Just, like, listening to you guys, like, you know, have conversations and, like, reply to her voice messages. And, yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. I have to slightly disagree with you about white women not being with black men because of black dick okay. there are a lot of black women who oh, have been told by black men oh well you just won't do the things that she'll do uh, and it's like okay well then you go on ahead oh, yeah. and go and keep fucking the white women go and do whatever you gotta do but you've also got a lot of white women who are out here taking advantage and throwing that shit into black women's faces of if you would do mm-hmm. this then maybe you would be able to keep your black man there's so many issues and dynamics between black women and white women when it comes to black men. What I like to see and what I would love to see more of is our black men actually standing up for us black women like they do for white women. If you want to do white women, that's your business. But don't be sitting up there throwing that shit in our face and saying, well, if you were better, we would be yeah. with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I, Say I, I, it I, loud. I don't shout out shout out to soul sister as well like you know what honestly i didn't have a retort to that because honestly her opinion that was it and i need to do better at that so i apologize for even speaking out of turn you were right Okay. Yo, what does it mean if my dick has two different tones on it? Oh my goodness. Welcome to the block party, sir. Oh my goodness. Okay, I have 
no idea what is happening. I don't know. If you're not 18 and over, you can't be on here. Listen. Welcome to the block party. What is happening right now? Your bedtime. Guana, your bed. What? What? Yo, my birthday is February 24th, man. You know what's going on. Fight the game. Exactly. We're gonna celebrate. I just, I just want to say that uh, stereo is gonna be the platform that's gonna have the potential to change a lot of outlooks on life, and it's because of people like you. And I appreciate you guys for talking about what you're talking about. And Greg, Thank like, so much. I don't know how you got the head that's on your shoulders, but I'm absolutely um, flabbergasted, man. Like, just the way the the passion that you carry with who you are. Is uh, is what this is all about. Commendable. So I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Bill Welcome Bobby. to the block party. Oh God! I need to go Welcome ahead to and just say these words. Team Joe Biden. All mm. right, all right. Now, if that's your, you know, political affiliation, that you know what, we're not a political show, but hey, it is what it is. Next voicemail. You about to be welcome to the block party. Welcome to the block party all over again. Okay, I'm going to speak on primes because I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know if you're grown or not. You sound grown, but you sound stupid. So I'm just going to speak on that. Black Lives <laughs> Matter is a thing because, first of all, Black Lives Matter is like a lifetime thing. It's been going on over 400 years ago. It just wasn't called Black Lives Matter back then. We just put a label on it now in the new generation. But... For you to say all, yeah, all lives do matter, but this specifically black lives matter because things like this that happen to black lives specifically, that's why it's called black lives matter, don't happen to other races. You see what I'm saying? That's why black lives matter is a thing. Of course, y'all lives matter. Everybody lives matter, but black lives matter is what's the situation right now because the things that's happening to them is not acceptable and never will be acceptable. So if you're just going to be ignorant, bro, get off the podcast straight up. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to try to say this without being a, a complete asshole. So when I hear people who say stupid shit like that, not what Xavier said, but when people like all lives matter, it, it reminds me of people who like you go to the grocery store, right? You, you get your groceries, you stand in line, but then you get out of line. And then you you feel as though like just because you got out of your line to go get a pack of cheese, you're like liable to just be back in the same spot you were in. No, oh yeah, you 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 got out of line, and when you got out of line, somebody stepped up, and when they yeah. stepped up, they made sure that they could go and do the things that they needed to do. You stepping out doesn't mean that you are like the person who could just go back into the position that you were in. Here's the thing: times have changed. Not only have oh. times changed, people have changed, women have changed, men have changed, and I, I'm going to keep saying this till I'm blue in the face. Like it's not for me. It's no longer like it is still Black Lives Matter. But mm -hmm. until you respect women, like I don't want to hear shit from white people or anybody who says like Black Lives don't matter when they don't even appreciate women. There are men out here, both brown, black, gray, green, wh whatever the fucking race you want to call it. They don't want abortion. They don't want women to have control over their own bodies. But, but they don't they are be just like, responsible for them kids either on the other end. Exactly, which is scary because it's like, you know what? Trust me, there are definitely black men that do this too. That's why I said I don't want to be like completely exclusive and make it seem like black men are like exempt. Because trust me, there are pieces of shit out here who are literally standing with that. 
For when sure. it comes to it, though, it's like, yo, it's like, yo, like, y'all know right from wrong. But the thing is, they know right from wrong from everything outside of their household. They're like, okay, outside of my household, like, I don't give a fuck what the chaos is, in, you know, in the world. However, my house is controlled. I, I, I am a millionaire. I have a pool. I have a beach and I have a private island. I'm cool with this. But the moment I walk outside in the real world, everything needs to be under my thumb. Newsflash. It's not under your thumb. And exactly. once women, once I'm telling you, once women, which is going to happen, and when it does, I'm going to sleep peacefully. That might be the one piece of sleep I ever get that is so fucking peaceful. And it took me having a daughter, a black daughter, to be like, you know what? Like, I have not been enough as a man. I'm like, yo, like, I've been a man all my life, but I have never been enough. So the fact that I see grown men who have children or don't have children, more importantly, just men of all races that are just literally trash. I'm like, yo, like what, what is wrong with you niggas? Like <laughs> what? Like what? And when I say what's wrong with you niggas, I'm talking about black men, white men, his, you know, Hispanic, you know, Latinx, um, Republican, Democrat. I'm like, yo, like y'all just enjoy being trash. Here's the thing though. Like women just like y'all gotta stop fucking these dudes. Like y'all have to stop populating the populace with said trash because then we end up with like donald trump we we end up with honestly even biden like you know i'm I'm not a political guy i'm just saying these are things that like happen where it becomes a thing of the men rule and the women are just like the suitors they are just there that's why we're going to end up having like baron trump like trump's son like I, I, I pray to God, I'm not speaking it into existence, but he just might be crazy. Like, think about it. How much trauma he's had to deal with over the past four years. We don't know where he's going to be in 10 years. Like, he could have learned better. He could have known better. But the thing is, historically, from his parents, he doesn't know better because they won't teach him any better. When you have platforms like Stereo, when you have other platforms, like, for him, he might have a black friend that's like, yo, like, I'm not friends with your dad, but I know for a fact I, I am your friend. I want to see you as a better person. And Baron can grow up and be one of the great. He could be an advocate for Black Lives Matter. The mm-hmm. issue is our generations and all the generations going forward, we're all progressive. We want to see better. We just have to completely eradicate the shit that's going on before. We have these people who, like, even at your job, everybody has that one person at their job that won't fucking retire. Like, you could be <laughs> in their job. You, like, no, no, no bullshit. Like, you could be in their position. They are, like, the admin, the executive administrative assistant. They've been there for 35 fucking years, and they, they have the retirement. Newsflash, you're not going to get retirement. The reason why you're not getting retirement is because they are, like, fucking 68 years old, and they won't fucking leave. The reason why they won't leave is because they know for a fact if they leave, you're coming in their place. And God forbid, like, this pandemic and stuff, like, hap- you know, all this stuff happens, they don't have the same skills you have. And you being who you are, you're versed, you're educated, you you know your shit. They hate it. They fucking hate it, and they don't want you to be in the positions they are. That's why our generation, we're not getting retirement. We're not going in a position where we have not only retirement, 401ks. Like Our jobs aren't offering 401k matches at 50% anymore. That's why college, a lot of people now are like, wait a minute, I'm going to spend so much on college, but I'm not gaining anything from it. Like, I can go and get a fucking certificate now. Certificates weigh more than degrees. You can go right. and get a certificate. You can spend three months, get the, you know, the certificate. You can get a job that's going to pay you $180,000 a year easily. Yeah. But mind you, 
You, you have people who went and spent fucking 50, 60, 70, $80,000 a year for a degree, and they're in a job that they fucking hate. That's a, like, it's a company, it's a, it's a field that they don't want to be in. That's a quarter of what they spent in college. Yo, just just imagine you went to college for four or five years, whatever amount of time you went, and you're like, you know what? I, you know, I went into law, I went into business administration, blah 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 blah, and you were working at a fucking HR firm. You hate this fucking company. That that woman that obviously, like, she just hate you. Know for a fact you walk in it every Monday, and you hate that bitch. You absolutely <laughs> hate looking at her. Like everything about her, like just like rips you to the core. You don't want to be around her. She's disgusting. She don't, you know, for she's the one that's at your office that don't flush behind herself in the bathroom. She, you know, she goes into the kitchen. Like th- you hate that bitch. But the thing is the difference between you and her is she was gifted this. Yeah. You had to work for it. It, it has to hurt, man. So when I hear these Guys, voicemails about like all live matters stuff. I'm like, you were gifted this. This is this is shit that someone taught you, and you inherited it. Trust me, as a black man, I wish I I pray to God one day I wake up and I hit the fucking Powerball just for a million dollars. I don't need fifty million dollars. I don't need to be like Elon Musk where I have eighteen, twenty, thirty billion dollars. I don't need that much because see, I've I've lived off of McChickens until the next paycheck. I've lived off of knowing that, you know what, I don't know when my next check is coming, or I've even lived by the fact that I know for a fact I'm only going to get the bare minimum from that fucking unemployment check. I've lived with that. White people ain't had to live by that. They've had to live by, hey, you know what, I ain't got it, but I can go get it by just reaching out and talking to somebody. That Mm -hmm. is the difference between all lives matter and black lives matter. Have you had to work for it, or had you had to go get it? That right there, if you if you can answer that question without being derogatory or disrespectful, then we can talk. If you can't, fuck you and your opinion. Yeah. We got a lot of voicemails, though. No, because I completely agree with y'all. Like, white people want to say, um, why don't we get to celebrate our ourselves? Why don't we get to be proud of our white whiteness and all this stuff? And it's like, you can be proud of your Scottishness. You can be proud of your Irishness. But black people do not have... Most black people, I don't want to say all, because, but black people, their ancestors were taken away. They were given new last names. They don't know where they came from. Blue so language. black people can't, most black people in America cannot say, I'm proud of my blah, blah, blah roots if they don't know them. Like, they're black. They don't know their roots. They were taken away. Like, how do people not understand? Yo, okay. They, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm Shay, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you off. You, you know how I am. You, you know this. And I've had a drink, so please forgive me, everybody who's listening. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to ask the, the, the white people who are listening to the podcast or the people who are listening on stereo. Have you ever been told to go back to a country that you've never been back to? You've never been to? You don't even know where it's located. What is, what is yo, that? Like, yo, here's, here's, here's what will fuck you up the most, right? I have more friends that are white who have been to africa than i have i've never been to i'm black and i've never been to fucking africa like it's, it's like how like white people treat africa how like us as the black community treat tulum like they we see like tulum as like th- that's the vacation spot that's the way that's something i wanted to do i've never Honestly, even through the pandemic, I've had friends who be like, you know what? I'm going to Tulum. I'm going to Cabo. I'm going to Mexico, blah, blah, blah. None of them have said, I'm going back to Africa. 
as many white people have told them, you know what, go back to your country. I'm here. I'm foundational. I, I Think about it. If you go back, like, say, for example, there's a white person that is Irish. They're like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to Ireland. I'm going to go and spend time with my aunt that's in Ireland. I don't have an aunt in Africa. I can say, you know what? I'm going to fucking stay at her house or I'm going to stay at her Airbnb. That's what fucks me up the most. And it it's honest. It's so it's so hurtful when you hear shit like go back to your country and you don't have anywhere to go to. The reason why you don't have anywhere to go to is because this is where the fuck you started. This is not only this. This is where you started. You built this. This is your shit. This yeah. is your shit. And not only was it ripped from out of your arms, it was ripped out of your arms. You built it. And someone is literally it's almost as if like, you know, for a fact, you gave the, the guy beside you all the answers to the test. And you know you got all those answers right, but mm-hmm. they got a 97 and you got an 89. It's like, how the fuck did I get a B and he got an A? And you know for a fact that they got the answers from you. It hurts, man. It hurts. So when people tell you, go back to your country, you can't you can't say shit to them. You can't say, you know what? I would. Or you know what? I'm on the first, I'm on the first plane smoking. We're us black people, we're saying, you know what, I'll go to Canada. I go to Aruba. Honestly, I would go to fucking Alaska. And we know now that Alaska is like highly Republican, but it's cool. We would rather go there. I will deal with 24 days of night before I deal with this fucking And the reason why. Yo, like, next voicemail, because you know me. I ain't shit. I will talk. And I'm so sorry if that came off offensive. It was just like white people, most white people know where they came from. Like, I know that I am German, but your ancestors like black people's ancestors they were taken stripped of their last names given white people's last names under their slate their master whatever you want to call them their captor and then people want to act like black you can't be proud of your whiteness well being black is completely different in america like people are getting shot for being black if if a black person gets mad they're perceived as aggressive they're perceived as like they can't be mad or something but when a white person gets mad it's oh my god he's probably had a stressful day at work blah 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 blah, blah. like fuck you like what exactly shout out to savannah like And then people want to say, we need to ignore racism. No, you need to address it. You need to fix it. And then you need to, like, you need to fix it. You need to address this thing. If you just ignore it, that's like your house burning down. You're just like, oh, it'll go away. It'll burn out. No, bitch, you need to fucking put the water on that shit. You need to fix it. And you need to rebuild what you just had. Like, I don't know how people can just say you can, you need to ignore racism. No, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed. Period. Point blank, period. Exactly. You better put you better you better put some water on that damn shit. Put some water on that damn shit. A problem now is because people have been ignoring it generation after generation Mm -hmm. after generation. Well, welcome. We are the generation that's not gonna shut the fuck up. Bingo. Next voicemail. My bad. My bad, Palm. What's up? Don't be a I like hearing stuff. All these little kids. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I feel ashamed to be, like, white because, it, like, it's really, like, you know, like, very messed up when you find out that your own kind and your own race is basically saying that a whole other race, a whole other kind does not matter. And that's actually really messed up. And, like, 
I just don't like it at all. Like, black lives do matter, and like, like that's on period. Yeah, uh, but more, I don't want you to feel about being who you are, but what you can do about being completely different from black and everything that falls under black or any other race other than white is be the difference within who you are. Like, exactly. be the difference. Exactly. You are you at the end of the day. More importantly, like, you know who you are. So if if you have a good heart, regardless of what race you are, it's acknowledged. If it's not acknowledged here on Earth, trust me, in the afterlife, like, you know for a fact you're going to be acknowledged. Like, I don't know about the afterlife. I've never been there, but that's what I'm told. So I can only go off of what I'm told. Um, um, but I, I just know I'd rather just be a good person. There are a lot of people who they have the opportunity to be good people, but they just insist on being ancient people. Don't be one of those people. It's, it's so easy. What's, what's the next voicemail we got? All, all the fucking police officers that helped choke out Eric Gardner knew oh that. Oh, boy. Out of the fucking line, but they still sat there and allowed that shit. Oh, uh, never not, not my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's good, y'all? Uh, I have a question. What's your favorite MLB team? Okay. Um, well, 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 let's answer this because we can kind of like get the divide from that. So um, my favorite MLB team, uh, Tredavious Rad, like that's funny. So he he must, he's definitely a fan of like all of like the Sandler movies. But mm-hmm. Tredavious Rad, I'm trying to, my, my team is, Nash, uh, is the Washington Nationals. The reason why is why? because I'm born and raised in D.C., so I'm just going to go with the Washington Nationals. I don't like the Yankees, though. Anybody who's a Yankees fan, I, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry. Um, I'm definitely a Washington Nationals fan. Um, Bryce Harper right now really hates himself at the fact that he went to Philly of all teams. He He had the opportunity to get a max in New York, and he went to the fucking Phillies. But hey, guess what? He got four more years. Actually, no, he has nine more years. He signed a ten-year. Mm-hmm. Good luck, my friend. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. What's the next? I one? would like to ask what your guys' favorite MLB team is. Mine is the White Sox. We have Jose Abreu. He's good. Mm, okay. All right. So he he's a Braves fan. Oh my. God. Oh no, he's not a Braves fan. He's a White Sox fan. Now mm-hmm. here's the thing. Why are you a White Sox fan? Like, knowing the history of the White Sox, is that, like, your parents, are your parents a White Sox fan, or are you just, like, inherently knowing that you, you like the White Sox, you've been to the White Sox games, you're a fan of them, or, like, do you just, like, do you just like them? Let me know. Let me know. What's the next voicemail? Maybe there's another history. I don't know. Yeah. Yo, my name is Tredavious Radioavius. What's up? I like that. Radio Bar. Radius. Absolutely. Hey, I'm Mina 313. Mina C313 to be exact. What up, though? I'm just hey, coming through listening hey, supporting. Hey. Um, This is actually a good conversation, so keep it going. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, I so understand this because my son right now, he didn't want to go to college. And as a parent, I was okay with that because I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm, I'm literally going to that with school, with a degree that he may not find a job in. So I was erratic and ecstatic as a parent. Maybe that's um, a terrible thing to say, but seriously, I am. 
But mm-hmm. now that he's a senior and he's assigned to just go and take, you know, some business courses, <clears throat> um, some business courses in a community college. And I'm okay with that because I think I can handle uh, the financial burden of that versus a four year college or university. So you are so right when, when it comes to now. You don't have to go to college anymore in this century at this day and time to make a lot of money and be set for yourself. That's it. Mina C three one three. For sure. Mina C, thank you so much, sweetie. Um, Shan, you as a parent, you've been a parent longer than I have, so I, I want to hear your opinion on this one. For your um, girls, what what do you? Um, I have a lot of discussions with my six year old about college. He asks me about my um, experience in college. He asks me why did I go. Uh, she asked me already, does she have to go to college? And I told her she doesn't because the reality is I think our parents who didn't get to go to college or that was not an option and they think that that would uh, set them out really good in life. They were really pushing go to college, go to college, go to college, because that kind of like puts you in this new level of adulting. Today, we get to see those who went to college and those who didn't go to college it, it doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So now that I'm a mom and I'm I'm in debt and I have a house and I have two kids and I have real life going on out here. It's a, such a burden to know that you owe so much money that you're not even making. So to me, I just tell her, like, make sure whatever you want to do in life that you love it. And that's what's going to keep you doing it when it gets really hard or when it gets really ridiculous or when you feel like you can't go another day and push through and do this class or whatever. But I feel like when your kids are really passionate about something and they're talented and they put that passion and talent in the mix, you're going to have so many opportunities where people out here and foundations and grants want to go ahead and pay for you to go to school. So I told her, listen, if you academically do what you need to do, there's so many people that would want to pay for you to go to college. So that would never be a thing. But for me or for you to come out of pocket or sign any financial aid to be able to go to school to get a degree that you probably don't need to get unless you're going to be a doctor or a judge it's unnecessary. And I told her that you will not be signing on no dotted line to pay no loan back, no financial aid, none of that. And I won't be signing anything. So just make sure if your if your idea is to go to college that you do what you need to do in elementary, middle school, high school. You do whatever opportunities outside of that to go to college. Um, to have somebody else pay for it because realistically it makes no sense. Every year is getting more expensive. Yeah. Now we we have a lot of voicemails. We're gonna get through all of them. I swear, I promise you. Just stay. Don't go anywhere. We have so many, and we're gonna answer all of them. We're gonna make sure we play all of them. Just don't go anywhere. Go ahead. That, honestly, you guys, you're making a great point. That is so true. A lot of people I know spend thousands and thousands of dollars in college, and they're not even using their degree. A lot of them. Don't mm-hmm. even still work as what they're working nowadays. They're just doing some type of side hustle or working at McDonald's. For sure. Absolutely. The thing is about that is that some white folks like to make that comment, but to be honest, they weren't the first individuals that was in this country. So that comment is actually kind of ignorant. 
Well, here's the thing. Like, it's it's easy to be the first in a continent that you took over. Like, I mean, we've seen movies where they've kind of like glossed over the fact that like it's been a continent that has been taken over. Like, I mean, how how smart do you have to be to know what Thanksgiving means? Like, they there's undertones, there's truths. More importantly, like the fact that Native Americans live on reserves for a reason. They're like, hey. This is protected lands. Were also considered African people and Indians at one time, and then they just summed them up into being this and that to go ahead and separate them as if they're not the same thing. That's why we share the same features. Like if it's genetics. Hello. Yeah. More importantly, like, have you ever like? I'm going to make this really surface level for people who like would get it. Um. You're walking down the street. You see a $20 bill laying on the ground. You go and you try to go grab the $20 bill and you realize, you know what? Hey, it's a prank. Someone glued a $20 bill to the ground. You're trying to pull it up. You know for a fact you can't pull it up. You walk off. But the thing is, you see four people behind you. You look back and you see them do the same thing. You knew for a fact that did you alert them? that it was a prank and you knew for a fact that they couldn't take that $20 or you're going to be like, you know, like, yeah, that that's how I treat the whole, like the American situation. It's like, okay, you know, for a fact that America was here before you got here, you knew for a fact that that was a continent. Um, it just obviously wasn't called America at that point. When it comes to it, you knew for a fact that wasn't a thing. It wasn't something. It was just more so you came here, you created what you created, but it already existed. It was already there before you got there. But the thing is, our history books and everything like that, they're telling us like, hey, by the way, Christopher, you know, Christopher Columbus, he landed on the wrong thing and he changed. I'm like, you know how many wrong I've landed on women the wrong way. That doesn't make her my woman. <laughs> like, like, you know what? You know how many one night stands I've had? And it's like, you know what? Like, oh, it doesn't make her my woman because I landed on her once. No, she, she's her own continent. She's her own person. It's, it's not mine because I had it once. Like, um, America is one of those places where it just happened, man. Like, God, like, it, it hurts so much to know that, like, um, America has kind of, like, ingrained into us that, like, it is what it is. But it's not because there are, pe- there are people from other fucking continents who are like, you know what? Nah, like, our sc- other continents are telling our story the way it needs to be told. We're here. We're we're in our U.S. history classes and everything like that, and we know it's bullshit because not only do we know it's bullshit. Think about it. When I graduated in 2005, when I graduated in 2005, I had a complete like overview of like U.S. history, world history. I lived through 9-11. Here's the thing. Not only did I live through 9-11, I was in the classroom when this shit happened. We had the TVs on. We saw the towers fall, blah, 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 blah. Right. Fast forward to 2020. The way that the textbooks tell this versus the shit and the things that they can see, they can literally watch it. We didn't get to watch 9-11 in, yeah. you know, in 2001. We heard the news stations. They didn't pan over to a camera or something like that. In 2020, you can go to YouTube and watch this shit live because we know for a fact not only does history repeat itself, but more importantly, like – when it comes to us knowing more, we know more the longer we live. That's why we have our grandparents and our parents who say stupid shit like, you know what? 
I did that too when I was your age. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can be this, I can be that. I'm like, yeah, you can, but at the same time, like, you think you're smarter than them. You're not. But next mm-hmm. voicemail, because we got so many. This is why I really don't like listening to, I don't like conversating about the Black Lives Matter whole situation because you're going to get the most ignorant people out of this, out of the conversation. So I just avoid that conversation unless you, unless it's somebody who actually want to talk about it without the ignorance thing like that. But we're on a whole podcast, so I, you know, I kind of expected the ignorance to come. It's just really a sad thing to talk about because it's where the ignorance is at its best. So, so look at that. Xavier, Xavier doesn't even realize like he is slowly becoming a podcaster. He don't even realize it. it you, you see how it starts to like grow on him the more he leaves comments, the more he talks. Like I, I can see it. What's his yeah. next voicemail though? Honestly, um, regarding um, the lady who was talking about like certain black people not knowing where they come from, I am a very big advocate on being proud of what we establish here as black Americans who descended from American chattel slavery. I find that is very important. I do think that is a real ethnicity, that is a real identity. You know, fuck what people may say about, oh, you know, you don't even know where you come from in Africa. I mean, we were here for so long that after a certain point, it doesn't even matter where we were from in Africa because we established our own culture here. And it's one of the most influential, if not the most influential culture in the world and you know um that's that's really how i feel about it like you know with for the american blacks who descended from american chattel slavery um that's something to be said within itself because you know we took the lemons we made it out of lemonade and we did a lot of shit with the help of a lot of people of course but we accomplished a lot of shit here that is still not being talked about and people still don't know about yeah shout out to gorgie uh we have to fight so many battles just on blackness. It's so exhausting and frustrating. Like, even if you were like, you know what? I'm curious about going to Africa and figuring out where my quote-unquote roots are. There are Africans that detest, detest American black people. Okay, mm-hmm. and there there are some that are very welcoming. So we have to deal with the hatred, the ignorance on all levels, not just people that don't look like us. I think the worst thing is to deal with that from people that look like yourself. Exactly. exactly. I disagree. As a Hispanic man, I have been told to go back to Mexico several times. I have never that been too. to Mexico. My father was exactly. not born in Mexico. Um, but anyway... I have said to those people, why don't you go back to England or my favorite? Why don't you go yeah. back to Caucasia? And then they look at you with mm. such a sense of that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. 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 Shout out to him. Facts. 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 I mean, it's just. And the, the sad thing is black people have done nothing, absolutely nothing for white people to do them the way they did and the way we are being done today. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say this because I didn't get to say it in the last voicemail, but like black and brown people alike, like it hurts to know that people are telling us to go back to somewhere either we've never been. More importantly, even if we have been there, we aren't accepted when we go back. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just hurts to know that like you're telling us to go somewhere where like either one of those two situations happen, but you're in somewhere you don't belong. Like 
I don't want to say you don't belong because there are white people who belong here. Honestly, everybody belongs in the United States of America. The issue is you're, it's, it's like if you showed up late to the club, right? You show up late. You, you had your little free before 11 text, right? You get your free before 11 text. You go to the nightclub, but you show up at one o'clock. But then when you get there at, a, you know, at one o'clock in the morning, you're telling everybody who's been there for two hours. Hey, by the way, y'all got to leave so we can make room for the people at one o'clock. It's like, no, that, what the fuck? Like, we, we've been here. We, we, yeah. We've been doing what we've done. We've been drinking. We've been partying. It's like that. It, it just <laughs> really hurts the fact that uh, America, for it to be so united, I feel so divided. Not like the name. I was, the um is a front. There's nothing united about the United States. Nothing. Because you're always going to get some type of... Here's the thing. But that's the thing. Yeah, but with, st- with stereo, like, think about it. Like, right now, with the stereo app, shout out to stereo, we have the ability to have conversations with like-minded people, unlike-minded people, you know, unlike-minded people, and as long as it's respectful, we don't have to block you. But at the same time, we can hear your thoughts and we can say, you know what? I didn't have that perspective. The issue with what's going on today is no one wants to say, you know what? I didn't think about it that way. I didn't see your perspective on it. But if you portray accountability, people will hate that. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. And no one ever, no one, at least for me, since 2009, like 2008, 2009, when it came to like Twitter, social media, stuff like that, that's why stereo gives you to like the ability to say, you know what? I know for a fact, I heard what you said. I understood the way that you said it. And you know what? You gave me a perspective that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. When you have that, it that's why this like platform, I'm hoping that it thrives. That's why we have this show right now. It gives you to, like the ability to just know that this is what it's going to be for the future. But Next voice, man. We got so many. Jeez. Hey, I think uh, conversations like these and the way it's going just breeds hate. Talking no. about frustrations like this. And then talking about the man's always getting you down. This is just the wrong conversation. No, it's not negative. Here's the thing. You know, Shannon, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to overtalk. I swear I'm not going to overtalk. However, when it comes to it, he says the man is going to get you down. <laughs> Notice, like, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be like that super like woke person. I swear to God, I'm not. But mind you, he didn't hear any of the conversation. He came in at the tail end. He picked one point and was like, you know what? I'm going to take that point. I need you to go when we end this call, when we end this conversation. I need him Wait, to go and oh, to all the, the whole fucking thing you you can't come it's like if you ended up going into a movie and the movie's like 45 minutes in but you snuck in because your movie let out and you're complaining it's like wait a minute you're complaining you didn't even pay for this ticket what the fuck what you're complaining about a movie that you don't even have a ticket for more importantly you're complaining and you showed up late it it doesn't make sense my friend so I'm, i'm hoping that he actually instead of talking just listens. Like a lot of people will make these comments and they'll have like these grandiose like statements that they want to make because they want to feel important in the voice notes. And you are important. Here's the issue. If 15 people in the room all agree and you're that one person who's like, you know, nah, fuck that. Like, no, my opinion matters. It's like, 
Yes, your opinion matters, but did you listen to the other 15 people? If you can say that you didn't listen to the 14 other the 14, 15 other people, no, your opinion doesn't matter. That's why we have Black Lives Matter. That's why we have LGBTQIA plus, because we all have heard each other. We've listened to each other. We've sat down, we've had these talks, we've had these discussions, and you are just like, you know what? I have my ideals, I have my thoughts, and fuck what y'all have to say, because if you're not going to listen to me, even though I showed up late, even though I didn't hear what you said, you need to hear me. Newsflash. Fuck what you have to say. That's why people Next. come in like discussions and conversations on Stereo app and they ask, what are you talking about? What's the topic? Yo, yo, don't want to feel informed. We, yo, I'm, I'm, about to treat, I'm about to treat these voicemails and these voice memos like how I treat the cookout. You, you ever been to a cookout and, you know, everybody's having fun and the cookout started at like one o'clock and then you have somebody come in at like 730 and they're like, hey, why ain't no food? Ain't no food because <laughs> you showed up six hours late. That, that's why that's why ain't no fucking food. Like yeah. you can't show up late to the party and expect much. Fuck you. Fuck you very much. So no, no fuck you to that guy. I'm just saying like, yo, you showed up late and we appreciate the fact that you showed up and we are going to listen to what you're saying. But more importantly, you can't show up with these grandiose like statements and you didn't hear the voicemail that just happened before what you had said. It was almost like yo, I heard that, but I don't care. I don't care what you had to say. This is what I have to say. And fuck your thoughts. That's why we have 23 voicemails right now that we're going to go through and you have to hear them. Next voice. Yeah. Adam, I know it can be embarrassing about what your race does, things like that, but please be proud of who you are. You were made that way for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So just be proud of who you are and live up to yourself. Thanks. Absolutely. Welcome to the block party. Gang, gang, gang. What's up? This is so cool. Hey, Bridget. These kids. Okay. Man, I remember when I lost my job too. Shit. I mean, people come up here asking me, like, say, bro, you got you a square? I was like, bro, I can't even afford rent. Say, sure. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Being someone from a immigrant background, I, I relate to some of the stuff you're saying, but not entirely, uh, okay. obviously, because I wasn't born in America. I've been here for 10 years and I do kind of feel like, yeah, I do need somewhere to go back to. Right. If, if someone tells me to go go back to Africa or go back to the Bahamas specifically, I think one of the big problems is uh, the reliance on. Uh, countries like America, I, um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of black people and immigrants and in general come to America and never go back home and build anything. So, so what do we have? Like, if we, if we're not going to go back in, in to Africa or um, the Caribbean, who's going to build up those countries and make them a good place to go back to? That's right. Yeah. I'm. I, 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 I'm I'm going to like agree exactly with what he said, but my issue is this country was built for us. When I say us, meaning everyone, black, white, green, gray, you know, uh, American, non-American. It was built for you to be what it is like. It, it was supposed to be the place where no matter what country, what continent you were from, you could come here and 
literally live out your dream, live out your mom's dream, live out your dad's dream, live out your family's dream. Mm-hmm. Now it's it, it's it's the laughing stock because the the same ideals we've had for three four hundred plus years in the span of four went from that to being like the laughing stock. Like, why the fuck would you want to go there? Other like other countries right now are looking at us like, yo, like I don't even want to let them in. And mind yeah. you, they don't want they, they don't go ahead. It's the people of the United States they're blocked off from going and flying in. Unless you are a resident, yeah. But to, and, and, but right now it's kind of like even if they're giving free residency to African American people in Africa, it's kind of like you would have to go there and start from scratch. We don't have the money to be like, okay, let's leave everything here or let's sell it and let's go to Africa and start from scratch. My family is primarily. Jamaican and we still have a house in Jamaica. I still have aunts and uncles in Jamaica, but who would I be being born in Philadelphia in America and only visiting and never living that lifestyle and be like, you know what? I'm going to leave America and completely set up my life with my American children and leave their fathers here because they're not Jamaican. And I'm going to go to Jamaica life. It's, 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 it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people who aren't, uh, you know, aren't black or brown, like they think like black people just they instantly want reparations like, oh, that it's deserved to them. Like we, we had slavery and they deserve reparations. Here's the thing. We're if you ever had. No, no, no. Let me, let me finish. So <laughs> say, for example, say, say, for example, you go to a bar one night. Right. You yeah. go to a bar and you know for a fact that you didn't go into that bar with any like malintent you go to this bar you're having fun you have a fun night or you know just just anything you go to the bar you have fun but you lose your wallet you lose your wallet somebody finds your wallet and tells you hey by the way um i found your wallet but you have to pay me back for your wallet it's like wait a minute not only did you find my wallet you have the only way I can pay for my wallet back. How the fuck am I supposed to pay you for some shit that you have that is mine? Right. When, 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 it, when it comes to, like, you know, racism, I was like, yo, like, wait a minute. I, I built this. Like, I'm the reason why you have the currency you have. I'm the reason why your family, like, has these multi-million dollar mansions. I'm the reason why Kanye can charge $250 for sneakers. I'm the reason why, like, honestly, like, think about, like, Aunt Jemima and stuff. Like, all of us have some, like, some, like, semblance of, like, slavery still in our lives today as black and brown people. So just imagine right. knowing that you, you have to go and pay for some shit that you own. Like, I think this is, what, this is what needs to happen. People like to spew their thoughts without being educated on why things are the way that they are. There's a podcast that I think all cultures should listen to called 1619. Okay. You can find it on most podcast apps and it basically goes through today's generations of people, black people who dealt with different issues where their family owned property, owned land, owned farms, and you saw 
and corporations and banks on how they made sure that they lost their homes, how they made sure that they couldn't get the loans to go ahead and grow their crops, how they made sure that they couldn't pass down those homes to generations. Like you need to educate yourself before you speak. And that's the issue on why people are so ignorant today because they feel like, oh, you don't have because you didn't work hard for it. No, we don't have because systems were always set up around us to make sure we had no way to have. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm not countering what you're saying. Everything you said is absolutely valid. Um, somebody is listening to us right now and they're like, why do they keep making it black? Why is it always a black thing? I'm going to not make it a black thing. I'm going yeah. to actually break it down for you to make it make sense. Um, the reason why I have to make it make sense to you is because there are a lot of people just who don't understand the magnitude of the world that we live in. So let's just start with women. You know, you don't have to. The reason why I have to is because I am raising a woman. I am married to a woman. I'm doing a show with a woman. More importantly, there are women right now that won't even listen to the words that I'm speaking unless I'm talking about them. So let, let's just talk about women. Um, men, first and foremost, you you don't listen. Not only do you not listen, you heard what they said, but you weren't comprehending the shit that they said. That's why a lot of the things that women have proclaimed, a lot of the things that the women they wanted to like convey to you guys, including myself, like we don't get until after the fact. Like, how many guys have ever been in a situation where like you, you liked a woman, or you know, you had a conversation with the woman and you had your thoughts and you like you died on your convictions? That's something that you knew for a fact you would literally die on a hill for, but. She said one thing and you're like, you know what? Yes, she made a valid point, but no, mm -mm. like I, I feel a certain way about that. That That's how like women feel about every fucking thing. When I say everything, I'm talking about like the entire world. Think as a guy, like knowing as a woman, regardless of the gen, you know, regardless of gender, you can be a transgender woman. You can be, uh, you know, a, you know, hereditary, like, you know, just a, a woman in general. You just know for a fact that you are who you are and a man just doesn't want to hear what the fuck you have to say you're sitting there like well, well goddamn like you know I, I thought he was an ally but he's not even an ally because he's putting himself before me like there are men that have been in these comments tonight they're like yo i i don't give a fuck what women have to say that's why we've had those comments where we had to block them where it's like well you don't understand you don't understand I'm like no you don't understand because you don't want to hear you don't want to listen so that's why we have that so I, i'm just gonna just like make that you know, the, the woman aspect of it, but more in general, you know, and more in general, when it comes to like black and brown people, like when it comes to this whole, like the black lives matter, the brown lives matter, more importantly, like just anything. It, it just hurts to know that when it comes to like having these discussions, they, they don't want to hear it. It's like, how the fuck do you not want to hear that shit? And mind you, we started this whole show just about stereo, mm -hmm. just about the stereo app. And we went like, all in like turn about that, but it, it just <sighs> we're just we're talking about this foot and then trying to make sure that everybody feels like um, what they are concerned with is heard. So if the conversation veers off from stereo app, that's why we're not here to be like you know let's talk about everything pro black. But sometimes people's concerns, especially right now during this pandemic and everything, we're forced to fucking see on our phones, on our TV is pertaining to that thing and we can't be ignorant and ignore a film about someone being shot with their fucking hands up 
with kids around, with with mothers around, and just be like, oh, but did you see the debate? Like, no, certain things have to be talked about, so that's why we talk about them. I actually disagree. College does matter. Uh, it just depends on what you go to school for. Uh, if we mm-hmm. want to talk about um, getting equality, uh, we need more educated black people, uh, specifically Absolutely. if they want to go into medicine or STEM. Yep. Um, even if you plan to start a business uh, in the long run, you it makes sense to go to school, pick up some pick up some type of profession, become licensed in, in some highly sought out um, industry and then start a business once you have um, some money built up versus working a, I don't know, a, a retail job uh, and making, you know, minimum wage and trying to start a business. For sure. Some, okay. some, okay. some careers, college does matter, but a lot of careers <laughs> that people 10 years ago, 15 years ago thought they needed to go to college for did, does not matter. Like if, 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 by this time, if your child is interested in technology, there are books for six-year-olds, eight-year-olds to do coding. Like, they're given yeah. that now. I was never given that as a kid. I was given fucking toys. I was given a yeah. television with a turn dial and a remote. So things are different now. But at the same time, I don't feel like every child brain-wise, how they learn, every teenager's mindset is to sit in a room and pay for a class where that's not how they learn. That's not how they get it. Some some people yeah. are going to be physically immersed in creating with their hands and their feet and their mind in order to be like, okay, this is a thing that I'm going to make a career out of. Everybody can go to college and learn out of a book and be like, okay, I'm going to be in this career. A lot of business owners never went to college and are very fucking successful. Yeah. How do you, okay. How do you tell someone, and this isn't to be disrespectful to our last voice note, but imagine telling someone who makes minimum wage, they make what? Minimum wage in DC is like 15 bucks, right? So imagine telling someone who has a kid, two kids, even no kids, for example, that lives in DC, hey, you know what? You make $15 an hour, you should be able to put yourself through school. DC's average rent, and I told you this before, for a studio apartment in DC is $1,850. $1,850. Daycare in DC averages about $325 a month for a kid. So just add that on top of the fact that the, the black woman, the brown woman, any woman who has to end up having to pay for childcare so she can go to said minimum wage job at Wendy's, Chipotle, Target, anything like that. So she's already dealing with $15 and at least $6.25 is going towards childcare. She has to feed said kid. Diapers are on average, $42 for a box. And you go through a box in what, like 23 days? And they only give you that because it's not supposed to last a month. So you got to deal with two boxes a month. So that's $70 right there. So you've averaged about $800 out of your check of about 11, what, $1,110, including the insurance that you pay, which is $183 because you have to pay for you. Yo, like, I don't think pe- people just think like your check is just your fucking check. It's not your fucking check. 
it's not you. So the fact that he says, oh, well, if you go to college, you'll, you'll be good. Here's the thing. There are a lot of people who do and don't go to college, but the people who go to college, they're always in debt. When I say always, they're always in debt. I have a friend oh, and I told you the Oh, um, minimal wage. Like I remember my first year with my first kid, I paid a minimum of $750 a month in childcare. Yeah. Just imagine. That's a fucking apartment somewhere. Very cheap. (laughs) Yo, no, no. Talk to me about, talk to me about that person who has that college degree that has that 45 K job that they knew for a fact the only reason they took that job is because nobody else was offering shit and they needed that check yeah. that month. You know, uh, imagine going and telling somebody who has a college degree, has two college degrees, saying, you know what? Yeah, you're smart, but you're overqualified. Imagine hearing that shit for the four or five interviews that you've gone to and they say, you know what? We would love to hire you, but we can't afford you. Imagine telling somebody who has those two degrees, that one degree, that that certification, that qualification. You tell them, you know what? I would love to offer you this job, but we can't pay you. But then they take the offer that they pay you and at least 20% of their salary goes to the shit that they will never get back. Their taxes, their social security, their four... Honestly, we're never getting social security. When we turn 65, that's not going to us. That's going to the fucking government and we know it for a fact. We know for a fact that our kids, we, we already... We're saving from the point that they have to be like born. We were like, oh, we know for a fact it's going to be ten to twelve dollars. Fucking have kids if they're lucky, um, just to prepare to have something to give their kids after they become adults. Imagine having four fucking versions of resumes depending on what the job is. You got to have a resume that um, for everything that you've done so you can look good on paper you have to have a second resume to look um like you're underqualified um so people could feel comfortable in a job where they know that you don't know shit and you're not that well achieved in life you have to have a job where you only put one degree on your fucking resume and then you have a you have a resume where you only put um you know, four years of uh, experience instead of fucking 17 so other people could feel comfortable hiring you in a place because they don't want to have somebody work up under them that they know knows more than them. Yeah. I'm going to ask this question for the people who are listening. So (laughs) if if, if you die tomorrow, what do you give your kids? Do you give them debt? Or are you making sure that their lives are good? Like, if you looked at your bank account today and your kid, like, you know for a fact you're going to die tomorrow. Real question. Is your kid going to just, is your kid going to inherit your debt or just never be left with anything? Or do you know for a fact you have 150K to make sure that they're going to get through college? They're going to make sure that they're good forever. Like, you know, well, I, can't let's get through. Right, I can't answer this for you right now. If I die tomorrow, my kids are going to inherit my debt. Maybe they can, mm-hmm. maybe they can hang my uh, college degree up on a wall. Maybe they can um, listen to some of my episodes. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. one of them can have my car that I own outside. Maybe one of them might want to hold on to my guns that I have for my house. But I don't own my home. I, I lease my home, but I make sure that they're comfortable. The goal in life 
especially if you have kids, should always be to make sure that your kids live a better lifestyle than you had. Make sure that your kids are set up so they don't have to struggle like you had to struggle. And if that's not the goal, then you're fucking wasting your time. And I can't uh, look at my mom and be like, hey, mom, can you tell me how you did it? No, because I have to do it way better than her. So she's she's no longer my guide. Exactly. We have so many voicemails. We got, we got to get to them. We ain't going to comment. We're just going to play these voicemails and we're going to get our thoughts out. Go ahead. Okay. Oh my God, Chan. I re- wish I someone would have told me that uh, back in the day when I was getting ready to go to college, but kind of like maybe yourself or your guys' story. Um, you know, I'm first slash second generation Mexican and both my parents didn't go to college. And so they were like, you know, yeah, Marina, you got to go to college. Like when you go to college, you're going to have a better life. And like, thank God. Yes, I've been blessed and I do have a good job right now. But girl, <laughs> I have a ton of debt and I'm just like, oh, and honestly, I'm not even in the industry that I would really want to do. And I'm still working towards a career. Like, I'm still working on that. So, man, that would have been good advice. I wish I would have told myself, which leads me to my next question. What advice would you give your 18-year-old self if you can? Like, what comes to mind? I'm just curious. By the way, great conversation, guys. I'm really enjoying listening to this. Thank you, Marina. Um, My 18-year-old self told my 18-year-old self, you don't have to go to college right now. You can go later. I would have told my 18-year-old self to keep my three jobs that I had and just hustle and and then put money aside and save my money. I would have told my 18-year-old self not to fucking agree to get that motherfucking credit card that I felt like I needed to be an adult in life. Um, even right now, before I got this house that I'm leasing, um, the owner told me, hey, your background looks good. And the first thing that he told me when he um, called me and told me I got the house is he was like, oh, I see your college debt. You're going to be paying that off until you're old unless you rob a bank. But you don't have to tell me like that's initially what he said to me. And then he was like, you know, your credit looks way better than anything I've seen. So I don't have any problem with you renting from me. But the the whole idea in life is not to continuously keep fucking renting. The whole idea in life is to own at least one home. But you have different cultures who've been set up generation after generation after generation to own multiple homes that have been passed down. My family have never has never been set up in life in America to have a home to pass down to their kids, kids, kids. Never. None of us. None of our Mm. cultures um, that's related to me. The only house that my family owns is a a big ass house that my grandfather built with his hands in Jamaica. And that's it. But how do you leave that to 13 fucking children who have great grands and great grands and great grands? You can't. So for me, it's kind of like, I'm constantly pushing to do whatever the fuck it is that it is that I'm passionate about now at 33 to make sure that I can find a shortcut in order to pay off my debt. Also make sure that my kids are fucking comfy and make sure I have something to leave their kids before I go. So that requires me to be my ultimate best self. So at 18, you got to stop worrying about Uh, things that you think you should have at this age. I think that's what really trips people up when they're 18 going into their 20s. They feel like they have to do it all one time. No, you can go to college at any age. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. 
Great question. Hi, um, my name is Tierra. Hi. Hey, everybody doing this evening? I just want to say uh, to, hey, Greg, you're absolutely right. There is no point to go to college. You uh, can get a certificate <laughs> just to, about to just to do just about anything nowadays and make hella money with that little certificate. Um, so, yeah. And, and what's crazy is I thought that I was the only person that knew this, but other people starting to finally catch on. So yeah, that's all I had to say. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Tierra. Thank you so much for the voicemail. I, I agree. It, it's it's so, it's so crazy knowing that there are a lot of people that I went to school with in college. Like I went to West Virginia, so I went to West Virginia. I was thinking, oh, this is the wave. Like I'm going to be like elite of the elite. I went to the white school. I didn't go to the HBCU. I'm, I'm I'm trying to be different, right? I'm trying to make sure, like, I make sure my resume and all that stuff is good. The yeah. issue, though, is none of that shit mattered. When I would go and apply for jobs, they're looking at us like, yeah, you're black and you went to West Virginia. However, there are white people who went to West Virginia, you know, West Virginia, too, and their resumes look better. I'm like, how? Like, mm-hmm. I have the work experience. I have the school experience. They're like, they just look better. Their names look better on the resume. Like, Greg sounds good because it's like, it, it could be like a, it could be white or black. However, Stephanie looks the same way Mm -hmm. and stephanie looks better that way um yeah it it just hurts knowing that i have friends right now who are my age and they're finished with school they've gotten their degrees they've done all the things that they needed to do all the boxes that they needed to check according to their parents go to school get your degree make sure that you you make a future for yourselves they're still living with their parents and the reason why they're living with their parents is because they hope that they save up enough money so they can actually be not only financially, you know, independent, but just be independent themselves. Like, yeah, our, you know, uh, uh, us being black, like our parents have taught us like, hey, you know what? Once you turn a certain age, you on your own. Like, you need to go get your own place. You need to do that. My mom, has never, to- my mom has never said that, but she has always been like, um, I'm not going to leave your side until I see that you can do it yourself. Until I oh, feel absolutely. like confident enough to but she's never been like oh you need to get out or um i'm not leasing this apartment next next year it has always been like okay she on her two feet and she on the go i don't have to basically babysit her no more yeah oh trust i have friends who like their parents like their grandparents their you know their actual parents have passed away and Mm -hmm. they inherited their homes so you know shout out to q so q so q his parents passed away rest in peace to them and he ended up inheriting the house and uh-huh. I was like, wait, cute. T- take that house, make that your home. Like you have kid, you know, you have children. That's your house forever. It's already paid off. He, and he made that's the one that are trying to get to. So, and, and that alone, you can see that we're not even, we can't even be in the same conversation of what, um, you just got to work really hard and then you'll have it for until you're at that level because other cultures they've come here had 15 people living in the house and until that one couple has enough money to own and buy a house then that's when they move out this house we're still trying to get the house oh absolutely but see that's partially our fault though because us as like black and brown people we have this mind frame of 
we need our own shit. Like, we don't want to yep. go and live together. We don't want to say, you know what, you know, like Shannon and I, you know, you you and I are friends, but you know what, one of us is saving for a house. Let me go live with, you know, Greg, or let me go live with Shan. I'm going to save up for like a year or two. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're saving up. We're making sure that we have our money, but we're still paying them to make sure that they have what they need financially. Once they get what they get financially, I have my house, I have my house, and I have my friends, and we do the same, like, cycle. We don't mm-hmm. do that. We just see it as though, like, you know what? I have to have my own, and I don't want people with me. Like, I've told mm-hmm. my wife, i told, you know, my friends, I'm like, yo, like, if you if we buy a house, you're welcome to stay with us. Like, we're not going to be like, hey, you live in a basement. No, you, you live like us. Like, we're all together yeah. because we're trying to, like, generate value and interest in our lives. We want to create value for our families because when – like, for example, Darren and Q, when their kids get older, they know for a fact, hey, dad and mom, yeah, they may have lived with, you know, this person, this person for two or three years, but my college is paid for. It's done. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about taking out a loan. We don't think about that stuff now. We think about it when our kids are 16 years old. We don't think that, hey, podcasting is going to be like the wave now. You and I, we see it. Like, other people who are on here, they see that. They see for the fact that there's value in you. You just have to find the value. More importantly, like there's so much money to be made. You just have to know how to either save your money and stop spending your money. Stop going to, to loom for three or four days and giving them three, $4,000 that you saved up for six months during a pandemic. Yeah. Just spend it because you're there for four days. Yeah. You spent four days and you, you let the world know you were into loom, but now you're back home. Now, what? Yeah. like c- congratulations. You spent all your money for four days and reality is the check that and, is and, in and your another bank thing account. Voicemail thing because I want to go straight through them. Another thing oh, is, yeah, other, yeah, other cultures really put their kids on while they're kids. Like other cultures mm. would be like, you know what? Hey, I know the family gave you a thousand dollars for your birthday. This is what you're going to do with that money. I'm not physically going to put it in your hand so you could buy what you think you want. I'm going to go ahead. And take your money, go buy washer and a dryer, rent it out to apartments, and you're gonna make a more than a thousand dollars every fucking month on those own washer and dryers, and you're gonna make money off of this. They teach their kids while they're children, and that by the time they get to adult age, they have more money upon more money because they invested that into something that actually made money instead of just sat there and been like this material thing so we have to completely change our mindset on what we spend our money on without question all right okay well um i'm gonna go and listen to music and probably watch some youtube so by the time you read this i'm already gone but i'll probably stay i'm not sure thank you for listening um i hope you guys follow me back so yeah bye Peace. Absolutely, Adam. Like we definitely follow you back as usual. So, what? Like, oh, it doesn't make her my woman because I landed on her once. No, <laughs> she's her own continent. She's her own person. I love. Oh her wow! Back. I, I love. The, I love the playback. I love the playback. Yeah. Thank you so much. Period. So bitch. Yas queen. <laughs> hey, I'm loving the content. Oh, wait, what's that? <gasps> Fuck you, you piece of shit! Oh, gosh. Black people were like part of the people who made America. I don't really see what people mean by go back to your country because it doesn't really make any sense to me.
Yeah. Yeah. Greg, that is so true. I could not resonate with that even more. You know, being a Mexican-American, like I'm not from Mexico. You know, I was born here in Los Angeles, but I resonate with Chicano culture, which is, you know, you're Mexican-American. It's our own culture that we made here. Um, in Spanish, they would say, ni de aquí, ni de allá. I mean, I'm not from here. I'm not from there. If I went back to Mexico, they, they would call me pocha, which is like basically a white girl, almost, or not even white girl, mm-hmm. but like basically American girl, you know? And yeah. that's just the culture. It's, it's sad, honestly. And it hurts when people have told me that, yeah, go back to your country. Um, I'm born and raised here in America, but, you know, I'm so proud of who I am and I know my roots and it's something I'm very proud of still. Um, and would I love to explore it? For sure. But, you know, it's not always accepting. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this and I'll make it real. I'll say yeah. this and I'll make it real brief. Like, um, uh, shout out to Marina, first and foremost. Like, it, it just hurts knowing that, like, you, you know, as a person of color, more importantly, just as a woman, like, you go back to your, you know, to your, I don't want to say native land, but like to the place that your family was raised, more importantly, what your family knows. They go back there and you, are like isolated like oh no she's been americanized or she's been like colonized to the point where they don't recognize it but they just they just see that they're like oh my god like she's with us family wise because she's like the person at the family reunion but she's not one of us i'm like no i'm one of you but you're not accepted on either side it's like yo do i have to create something of my own which it really it fucks you up knowing that you're not really completely accepted. So you have to just like sit in the middle. Nobody should have to sit in the middle knowing that like you just want to be who you are as a person. But yeah. that, that's just my take. That is so true. What you were saying um, about how uh, the Africans, some will openly welcome us and some really have a disdain for us. And um, I experienced that at a <clears throat> Walmart and it was an African woman And I was walking around her and she just had a statement about me being around her and me for saying something about being African-American. I was on the phone call. But long story short, I had to end up telling her, like, listen, you look just like me. You in America now. okay? and you're going to get treated just like you're treating me by white people. And for some reason, she could not fathom that. And um, I said, just pay attention Maybe your royal highness will see that there is no difference here in America like there may be a difference in Africa. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Respect factor. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. You right. That requires accountability and people to have an open mind. Open mind meaning you you look past your own beliefs and things like that. But also you're willing to understand other people's beliefs. So I agree with that. She get I don't know how to say your name but I agree with you completely absolutely (laughs) thank you sorry if that came off offensive in any way like but what I meant by being black in America not knowing where you came from is more of the it was more in regards of the argument of why can I not be proud of being white but they can be proud of being black more regarding skin color but it's deeper than that it's deeper than being white like Black culture is completely different from being white. It's a culture. Being black is a culture. It's an ethnicity. Like, and you have cornrows, you have box braids. They have an origin, but you don't have an origin for straight hair. You don't have an origin for unseasoned chicken. Like, it's 
like that's kind of what more I meant is like skin color like you don't really have a reason to be proud of your skin color but black people have a reason to be proud because that's what their culture is yes yeah, yeah. why would you want to be proud of unseasoned chicken like yo all the spices in the world think about it. like you can go they buy like if you go on amazon right now you can buy a like a spice rack and it gives you spices and not to be like an asshole towards white people or people who are not brown and black but they give it to you they they like let me go to my spice rack okay there's spices that i don't use as a black person and i just like the name of them like i don't what was it majority question how black are you and you just take people to your seasoning cabinet <laughs> Yo, oh my god like you know and let's get to the next question we got too many we got too many the reality of how people listen is they very rarely go back and listen to the whole you know broadcast so what you can do is you know periodically you can you know talk to the listeners about what the topic is and also play your comments quicker so that the comments remain relevant in the conversation. I even suggest that you play all of your comments, take notes, and then go back and address whatever it is that they said so you get the comments out of the way. People are going to listen until they hear their comment. It's kind of like you know playing a song in a jukebox. So you have to balance how long you leave those comments waiting so people listen for their comment, therefore extending their life in your show and the relevance of the comments that you leave waiting too long. Okay. Thank you. Great comment. Great comment. But you know what, Greg, you do a good job of like picking a time to go through the comments and also bringing up the topics of people that are popping in where we know like where we're at. So that's, yeah, I, like for me, I just, I just, I'm one of those guys where I can't go and like, I'm gonna listen to 10 voicemails. I'm gonna leave a note. And then by the way, we're going to get back to all 10 of those. Cause then it's just like, yeah, I appreciate the fact that you mentioned what I said, but you didn't understand what I said. You're just making notes and then just making a quick quip about what I said. Like, I want you to actually understand, like, I heard what you said. I'm answering what you said and then we can move on. So I'm everybody gonna- go follow me. Todd sauce. Just made it here on this app. I'm gonna be famous. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Follow okay. your boy Hot All right. Sauce. All right, Hot Sauce. Now, see y'all I'm just later. You know, I don't. I don't want hot, uh, hot Sauce to end up being sued because that was an and one basketball player by the Listen, name of Hot Sauce. He was sauce the best well. player. And yeah. One. Um, yeah, you and the fact know. that it's hot sauce one, um, I I don't want anything bad to happen. I just want you to copyright your name beforehand. So hot sauce one, shout out to you. What's the next voicemail? Yeah, I don't understand why I be high. white people do the things they do to black people either. Like you I don't understand. Like you said, we didn't ask to come over here. We were stolen from our land. We don't. Most of us don't know where we come from in Africa. So. What do? Why do we get all the hate? We try to build our own communities, try to have our own jobs. They took that away from us by lynching, killers, doing all this shit. So I don't understand it. I don't, and I don't think we'll never understand it. Really, exactly. Yep. I think America is yep. always going to be racist. I think America is always going to be divided, and that's just it. Mm. Yeah. And try to make it surface level without, you know, people being offended. When I say people, I mean white people. Like, this isn't the we're bashing white people hour. This isn't our show. 
what we're saying is just like you see things and you're like, you know what, like this shit isn't right. Imagine going to like your favorite restaurant, right? And you order like chicken Alfredo and you order chicken Alfredo and there's no fucking chicken when it comes to your table. You're like, I ordered chicken Alfredo and they're like, wait a minute. Um, well you ordered it, but I don't think you deserve. It's like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) this is something that this is something I ordered. Not only did I order it, you told you confirmed that I ordered it. So trying to equate that is more. So it's like us as Brown and black people. Cause you know, we have to be inclusive, but more importantly, like we don't want to like highlight like us instead of them. It's, it's all inclusivity thing, including women as well. People have told white men, and I'm only like highlighting white men because it seems like only white men just don't get this concept. That there's um sometimes Asian Americans that don't get it either. Uh-huh. Well, well, here's the thing: I, I'm not talking about Asian men, and like you know, the reason why I'm not talking about them is because they are already they don't see themselves as Asian men. They see themselves as white men, but like slightly bronze so I, i'm gonna like classify them as white because that's what they see themselves as that's why you have like you know the some latinx community who are like oh i'm a trump supporter and i'm doing this and that. i'm like sure like if, that, if that's what you want to do that's fine i'm not a like a political person i just know for a fact that if you show me your colors i just know for a fact i'm not going to wear that shade so when it comes mm-hmm. to it i just know for a fact that when we say things a lot of the times they don't hear it and we are speaking facts to them. We're giving them gems. And it's like, wait a minute, like you didn't hear the context of the conversation. You just heard what you wanted to hear. Making, making it like a grand scope. Like say, for example, you and I are having a conversation. I say to you, I'm like, Hey, Shan, you know, we're about to do a show on stereo tonight. And the, the concept is we're talking about stereo and the likes, dislikes, blah, 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 blah. And you say, you know what? I, I like that. But how about we talk about Instagram? It's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, how? Like, we're on stereo talking about stereo, and you're talking about Instagram. That's yeah. how I see, like, racism. Like, they understand they're on the platform, or they, like, they're here in the moment, and they know the room that they're in. It's like AOL chat rooms. You know what room you're in for these chat rooms, but you just decided you wanted to be the one person who said, you know what? fuck all that let me go and get my shit off and everybody's like wait every single person's like no this isn't how this works that's why this fight election's taking so long boom yeah we we have way too many voicemails let's keep going though we have way too many voicemails i'm gonna go further not only was the country built for us but we built this country The black slaves built up everything in this country, including 1700 Pennsylvania, as we know it to be the White House. Now, every other race needs to understand that. Keep in mind, you can Google this. Um, The first statue was of a black woman that was sent to the United States of America because when people came to the United States via the New York way, they saw black people. That's all they saw. And uh, white people did not like that. The Europeans did not like that. So then they had enlisted someone else to make the statue. But the original statue was of a black woman. And um, that was a gift to America. So I want everybody to think about that. And Google it. And you will Hey, don't y'all think it's odd that there's no advertisements in this app and we all 
came across it through an advertisement on one of the mainstream social media websites. Mm-hmm. Like, where's all this money coming from? Exactly. And where's all of our information going? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's that's the thing. We we mentioned this earlier in the show before people got here. I was just like kind of like briefly like over like you know lap things, but when it comes to this app, like. If you're on here, you are the advertisement. You are the revenue. You yeah. you on here, you're you're doing our shows like how we do our shows now. We've been live, as I can say, we've been on for three hours and fifty-eight minutes at this point. Um, mm-hmm. as we've been on this show, we have given and generated content where people have shared, they've commented, they see that. However, when you look at the leaderboards, we're not on the leaderboards because Obviously, we don't care about the leaderboards, but at the same time, they do. They see Adam Carolla. They see the people that all it takes is one person. Like, for example, tomorrow morning we wake up and we realize Drake tweeted, hey, I'm on the fucking stereo app. If we know for a fact that Drake is on the stereo app, we know for a fact it's going to be 500, at least 500,000 people who are on the fucking stereo app. At that point, it's become oversaturation. When we know for a fact, there is no more leaderboard because you have Drake on your platform. Like Adam Carolla, he's a name. He's a prominent person, but he's not a Drake. Like there's certain people that stereo wants to like reel in. They can't get them. That's why they have Adam Carolla, they have Soldier Boy, but Soldier Boy and all of them, they know, like, hey, we're being used, but at the same time, we're going to use them. We know our platform, we know our name. All we got to do is tweet one time, hey, we're going to be on Instagram, follow on Instagram Live. Hey, we're going to be on this fucking app named Stereo. Click that link. They know that. And Stereo knows it as well. They're like, hey, if we can just use you one time, if we get 25 to 50 people that are signing up to our profile and our app, we've generated revenue. Because even though there's no apps, the revenue is in the shares. Like we've gone from the days of like ad revenue where there's an ad in your app, there's an ad in your profile, or you know. I don't know about you, but I hate that shit when I'm on Spotify. I know you love Spotify, Greg. When I'm on Spotify, I hate hate it when it's on Pandora. I hate it. just when it's on any platform, I'm in the zone of listening to something and then they give me this advertisement that doesn't even go with what the fuck I'm listening to. Yeah, think about it. Like, for for me, like, you know, our podcast, like, both of ours, She Gets It and Young Black and Bother, just in case anybody's listening, you need to go ahead and follow both because they are free on all platforms. However, like, you have the Spotify's of the world. We have podcasts that we've seen and heard of that have gone premium or they've gone and gone behind the paywall when i say behind the paywall meaning they've gone exclusive to spotify yeah the show is still free but you're going to hear ads in your show there's nothing worse than being on like on the road you're driving you're going somewhere and you're in the middle of a really like heavy conversation like what we're doing right now imagine Mm -hmm. right now as i'm talking it stops me in the middle of having this conversation and you hear hey by the way um Shout out to uh, to Squarespace. We are a platform that does this yeah. and this and this, and we do that and that and that. Like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I was literally in the I was in the scope of the conversation. Like, we were literally in the meat and potatoes of it, and you give me an ad. But hey, it, it is what it is. We we have way too many voices. We have we have to get into it. We have to get to these voices. 
I'm just tuning back in, but I definitely agree with you on the whole not trying to hear things. I just literally had a conversation not even 20 minutes ago on Facebook with a lady I've known since I was a child, like a baby. And her views just on like politics and the whole Black Lives Matter movement and just people in general, knowing you have adopted children of different races and you're a very close friend to a predominantly black family and just everything that I knew about her growing up and to see now as an adult her views and her opinions and her thoughts on certain things now is just totally different and my view on her in general is totally different sorry if that's like completely off topic but like I said I just tuned back in so I caught the last of what um Greg was talking about about like not wanting to hear things and not wanting to listen and like seeing things from other perspectives from other people yeah yeah, yeah it's the truth it's not out but I do want to comment on that but I'm gonna go, come back. go ahead. Once again, I agree that the deck is stacked against us, but look, I went to school with a lot of people and I agree that a lot of people probably shouldn't go to school because they're not going to take it seriously. They're just going to put themselves in debt. But the problem, like just assuming that because you have a degree now, you know, you you're automatically guaranteed a job. You know, if that's the approach you're taking, you, you definitely shouldn't go to school. But I, I honestly believe that if you pick the right field, for example, me, I'm a software engineer. A lot of a lot of black people don't become software engineers. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know, I do have to pay back my loans, but I make enough money where that's not an issue. And I'm going to continue to make my, my salary is going to continue to increase over the years. So at the end of the day, you got to make sure you actually learned something when you went to school. Right. Facts. And that yeah, what I, yeah. I said, um, uh, going to school, you know, thinking you would make money in order to, you know, be good in life, quote unquote. I, that was the mindset that our parents had because they never got the opportunity. So yeah. we, we at that time and, and, you know, that decade were like, you know what, I want to make sure that my parents are proud of me and I also want to do something that they said would be good for myself. That was the mindset. Now that times are completely shifting, we see like technology is the route to go. So you're in a field of technology where you would always have a job no matter what. Uh, you did pick the right career, but at that time, that's, that wasn't really a light that was shown on college and, and, and careers that you could pick. You would really have to be knowledgeable about where where the world was going in order to know what career, what right career path to take. Yeah, um, for, for me, well, I'm 18. I'm currently 18. So, like, what do y'all have? What do y'all? What is y'all advice to me? I got some advice, but I, I got to finish this statement. So I wanted to touch on the software engineer thing. So in, in D.C., or more importantly, like, you know, the like the eastern quadrant. So when I say eastern quadrant, I'm talking about the DMV area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. We have uh, Philadelphia. We have Maine, Boston, Rhode Island. We, we have that quadrant 
of like the East Coast. The average salary for a software engineer is about $57,630, right? Now, mind you, you take away the taxes, that would equate to about like $49,000 like annually, right? So you, you take you take that away. So you have about $47,000 annually. Imagine starting a family. A kid on average is about an additional what? I'd say like five, six thousand dollars out of that salary. So you went and instantly started at a rate that according to like Chipotle and fast food restaurants is like almost their their manager salary. The manager at a McDonald's makes around like forty two thousand dollars. You have a software engineering degree. So just equate that. So now you're at the point of forty thousand dollars a year. So forty, forty two thousand dollars a year. That's with a kid. You have a wife. You have a home that you're buying. The fact that you had to save for that house, say, for example, the average like home in D.C., if you decide to buy it in D.C., that's $800,000, 30%. That is – what's 30% of like $800,000 if you, if you can afford that? But most people, no, most people can't afford that. So say, for example – in like Maryland or Virginia, you put down not 30%, you put in like 10 to 15%. You're putting down at least 12 to $13,000. It took you three years to save that money. So roughly your 40 to $42,000 a year equates to about $27,000 a year. On top of you going out, you're drinking, you're having fun, you're being a human, you're actually doing things, you're interacting. That software engineering degree, it sounds good. You know what else sounds good? Pancakes. Pancakes sound good at a point. But if you don't make enough to eat pancakes, like it, it doesn't matter. Like it, it just sounds really good. So a software engineering degree, it sounds really good. It's like, oh my God, like I, I sound important, but I'm only making $63,000 a year. And that's in D.C. So God forbid if you go to fucking California, yeah, they're going to pay you $119,000 a year to work at Google. Yeah, you're making $100,000. It sounds good, I, but... Different. Thy wife is ridiculously expensive. Oh, I, 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 I was going there. So, so, so basically... Oh, so... Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I have a friend lives in San Diego. So he makes about like $120,000 a year. However, his rent is $3,000 a month. $3,000 times what? 12 is how much money? That's what? That's roughly about what? $30,000 a year? So that's a third of his salary. Then you have him going out. Outside of him going out, you have his health insurance. Alone, the parking in California is disgusting. Oh, oh, parking, parking. Luckily, he had off-street parking. His off-street parking is an additional $150 a month. So you add the $150 a month on top of the, you know, the three, four thousand dollars a month that he pays in rent, insurance, and stuff like that for his apartment that he lives in because he can't have a house in San Diego. So you have house, cost of living, health insurance. On top of that, going out to eat, grocery shopping. Because people think like, oh, well, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm straight. I'm like. Yeah, you're you're straight now, but if you live in a box here, you're fine, but you're not making that amount. But we, we have way too many voicemails. Let's go to the next one. You know what's funny about this whole like growing up thing? Um hey, nice combo by the way, guys. Um I don't know, maybe because because I have a trouble seeing, like I'm because I have like a vision impairment. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot more harder for me to depend on pretty much myself because believe it or not, um, I still kind of depend on people, even though I hate sometimes people's opinion because they make you feel down. And it's, mm-hmm. I guess it's hard to, to me to say that my parents like let me go because, you know, you know, I mean, like it or not, I, I still have a visually impairment. So it's pretty hard to, to see what age parents stop giving a crap about you. You know what I mean? Damn, man. I'm really sorry to hear that, man. Like, I mean, any, any way that we can help you, like, let us know. Cause that, that, that sounds really fucked up, man. Like, yeah. Um, that's another thing that uh, a lot of people have to deal with. The fact that their parents are probably raised by shitty parents and they don't know how to correctly parent. And then they end up with someone that needs more than the average child and they don't know how to deal with that. And then you end up having to deal with the fact that your parents are basically absent. But um yeah, depending on other people, even with me being able to see, I don't like doing it. So I can only imagine someone that needs uh, someone to help them be able to get around or because their vision is, is less quality than it needs to be, how hard that could be. But um, just do your best, man. Do your best exactly. at that. We have a lot of voice. Your family knows. They go back there and you are like isolated, like. <laughs> yo what's up just wishing you guys like an amazing day or night depending on where you're at uh hope you guys are having an awesome again awesome awesome day or night <laughs> wish y'all the best and uh be safe appreciate you. thank you so much thank you base golf hey the reason why africans do that is because of what some people do honestly mm, i want to hear more I, I want to hear more about that. You didn't say too much, but we want to hear more. Yeah. And Greg, what you were saying about sitting in the middle, black people kind of sit in the middle too. Because mm-hmm. just like what Marina has said, we're not accepted in Africa if we go over there. Then we're not accepted here. So we tried to make our own culture. Then people start appropriating mm-hmm. our culture. And then get mad when we correct them on it. Absolutely. Just, you know what I'm saying? I'm Mexican. Bruh, I'm Mexican. And unseasoned chicken, that's. What the fuck? That tastes like shit. You better add some fucking seasoning to that bitch, bruh. <laughs> Yo, back on the topic of college, I'm sorry. Um, I live in West Virginia. What college did you go to? Huh, so, boy, uh, I ended up going to West Virginia. So I was in Harpers Ferry. I, I stayed off campus. Like, I felt like it was better for me to stay off campus because for me, it was closest to the sheets. Like, me staying off campus, I could go and just get food at any point I wanted. Being on campus was fun for, like, a semester. The issue with West Virginia is, like, a lot of people get this idea that West Virginia is, like, it's burned couches and there's just nothing but like outdoor parties, backyard parties, barbecue, shit like that. All that sounds good for like three months in West Virginia, which is usually around like March to like May. Every other part is either too hot or it's too cold in West Virginia. And for me being there as a black guy, like, 
I just didn't want to turn into that guy. I was like, oh my god, like I felt like the bubble sparks of the group was like, oh, like I'm the I'm the country bumpkin, and I'm I'm not from the country. So I would go and I would hang out with my friends there in West Virginia and stuff like that. But I would go into campus. I would go on campus and hang out with them and have fun. But I had to stay away. So I stayed to Harpers Ferry because it just made more sense to me. I can go and drive in. And my car was, it just made things a hot, like a hell of a lot easier. But living on campus was probably one of the worst decisions I made for that semester because, yeah, um, some things I can't say for the most part. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, what I meant in my comment uh, comments, multiple. Um, yeah, like different minority groups as well. You know, y'all hoes ugly as shit. Oh my god, these kids. Um, I know a young lady said some of us was um stolen from Africa. Some of us was sold, um, to um, sold. Um, we were, we were prisoners. Some um of our ancestors were prisoners of war from my some of our own folks sold us to Europeans. Um, so um, I just wanted to inform you of that, that um, not everybody was stolen. Um, I think that might be on the legacy of, um, there was a, a queen named Latifah who um, sold a lot of, of her prisoners of war. And then... Um, uh, when the the guy came back, um, she didn't have anybody to sell, so he ended up stealing her own people. Mm. Fuck Talk you, in Drake. Facts. Oh God. Also, um, America is based off of of the Queen let out the jail in Europe. I don't know what particular Queen. But she let out the jail in Europe. There's a lot of thieves, murderers, uh, rapists that were in the jail. And they were given 30-day rations on a boat. And they ended up in America. And the Queen let out a lot of criminals that came to America. And also there was religious radicals who did not agree with the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Come on, educate us. I like these. Exactly. Talk that shit. Um, this is not to uh, show off or anything, but I actually make 85 K a year. Um, and I think for example, in places like uh, North Carolina, the cost of living is, is pretty cheap relative to the major cities. Um, you know, that's another topic that we could possibly discuss. Uh, maybe people who are just starting out and trying to build um, specifically the black community, we should look at, you know, moving out of the major cities and going to places that are much uh, cheaper so that we can actually build a financial foundation because I lived in Miami, but I, I left even though I make significantly more, it made more sense to, to move away. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just, oh, go ahead. So like places like, uh, 
I feel like Florida really that you're not going to get a lot of money out of Florida unless you're in real estate or you work something in medical field in Florida. Other than that, Florida's not paying you shit. Um, Georgia, unless you're in um, tech, uh, business or real estate, you're really not making fucking money here. And a lot of people that own in Florida, I mean, in Georgia, they live up north. They live in California. Um, and Georgia really doesn't pay people what their worth is. So, exactly. okay, let's say now, like, I'm renting a, a four-bedroom, two-bath, big-ass backyard, big-ass front yard for $1,100. You couldn't mm-hmm. get shit like that uh, in New York. Your New York apartment just empty with no appliances, no nothing, no utilities would be off tops, 3000 So sometimes exactly. where you live doesn't make sense. So I do mm-hmm. agree with him where it depends on where you're at, where you can say what your pay is. And a lot of times when you move from one place working that job and they transfer, they will keep your pay. So then you get that benefit of being paid more because you're already in that job. So it's different. So yeah, that, that, that is a conversation too. And a lot of black people mentally can't fathom not being in the environment they always grew up in. And that's what really holds them back. Yeah. I was going to agree. Um, for somebody who's from DC, like say, for example, I take, uh, uh, an, an average salary from DC and I take it to Atlanta or I take it to Georgia as the state. So I'll, I'll do a base salary. So say if I take a 65 K salary from DC to Atlanta, yes, I took that salary there and that's great for the job that I'm in. However, you have to be in that job. So most people only stay at their job for two or three years. You moved from DC where you know for a fact that you have the average of like a four to six percent increase in your salary. But you took that salary, you took it somewhere southern where it's not only going to stay where it's at, but they will match you when you move down. You go into this prestigious company that's in Atlanta, it's based out of Atlanta. They say, you know what? We'll match your salary in DC. We're gonna give you sixty-five thousand dollars a year. We'll give you sixty-five thousand a you know a year. The issue is you only planned on being there for two years. You only plan on being at that job for two years and you move to the next job. The next job, you're like, you know what? It's not 65, but it's like 61.5. So it's $61,500. You end up taking that because you're like, I'll take a pay cut, but it's a job that I'm happy with. You're happy with that job, but then you end up having COVID. That job lays you off. Yeah. You had $61,500. You ended up with that 60, you know, that average $60,000 a year job, you get laid off. Now you're making nothing. So then you're like, mm-hmm. you know what? I have to take the next job. The next job is saying, you know what? Yeah, we see your experience. We can't pay you that much. We were going to yeah. pay you the 65000 but we're going to pay you fifty-two. So now, not only did you take a $10,000 a salary cut, you have no choice at that point. The reason why is because you know for a fact you went to a county, you went to a state, you went to a, you know, you literally went to a completely different state that's going to pay you less because there's less opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, th- th- there's not enough money to be giving you 65000 and I'm paying somebody else, you know, $19,000, $20,000. we will give you forty, fifty, dollars but yeah, 
just know you're going to be there for four or five years. So you'll end up in a job that you hate. You be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm ma- I'm making a I'm making the money that makes me happy. It's paying my bills. It's keeping that single family home that I have. That's four bedrooms that I don't need. That you know that single family home that you know what? When I moved from D.C. or you know from California, something like like that, I moved you know Atlanta, and I'm having fun living here, and I have mm-hmm. this lifestyle. But you know what? I couldn't afford this on the salary that I make here, but I'm, I'm making do. You went from being the person who you moved to Atlanta and you were, you were big ball and shot calling. You, you were making all the money. You going out and hanging out to be in that, that person was like, yo, like I'm, I'm, I'm scraping fucking by right now. I, I'm making do with what I can make do because, you know, I came down here thinking I was going to be making 65, $75,000 and getting an increase. This is why I tell people stop fucking looking on TV and looking at Atlanta. Yeah. It's so easy to look like you well off here. It makes no fucking sense. A lot of people that are be on reality TV and shit in Atlanta rent mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yo, do, do you know how many, do you know how many of your favorite people that you follow on Instagram like right now they have roommates? Listen. Damn near everybody. Like, yeah, it's it's two or three of them in that single family home. The reason why is because yo Shit is steep right here. Like this pandemic has taught me one thing. Stay where the fuck you're at until you can afford what you want to afford. But the thing is, you can afford what you want to afford. But the thing is, right now, though, it's not the time to go out there and try to act like you're higher than now or you're mightier than now. There are people that I'm friends with. They're like, you know what? You know, with the pandemic, I'm going to go buy a house. You're not even working right now. What the fuck are you thinking? Like you're you're out here buy like Shay, you you know for a fact I'm trying to buy a house. I have friends who are like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy a house right now because the rates are low. Yeah, the rates are low, but you're not working. Like how, how the fuck does that it's like if you go to McDonald's and you have two dollars and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna get the two for three dollar meal. Some things are not gonna work out in your favor. You might get one sandwich, you're definitely not getting two. Yeah. You're definitely not getting two. But it's it's common sense. Next voicemail though. Block party. And I apologize, guys, um, if it seems like I'm not um agreeing with anything you guys are saying. I, I'm just presenting a, a counter argument. Um because I sometimes I feel that we kind of limit our options. Um yep. and Again, we have the deck stacked against us, so we have to look at every option, look at it from every angle, and try to make things work. You know, nobody is going to change our situation, not our, not the government. Um, you know, yeah. we have to figure out a way to make it work one way or another, um, even if it's, you know, small steps, but we have to make those steps. Absolutely. And to what Black Lives Matter. <laughs> thank you, thank I know um, Caucasian uh, um, uh, races um, had um, focused on um, the descendants of Ham, saying that um, Noah cursed um, the land of Canaan slash um, Ham. Um, and they base that off of the biblical princi- principles of um, Af- 
um, colored races being below them or less than because they were a cursed race. I am also from the DMV area. I'm getting tired of people always saying Sam, Sally Hemmings was uh, uh, Jefferson's uh, mistress. She was, she might have been a um, a captive in his home who was being uh, sexually abused, but she was no mistress. Back then, uh, um, back then, a woman didn't have any rights to be in um, the side chick. I get tired of hearing people t- talking about Sam the Hemmings was a mistress. She was a slave. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Super firstborn, please follow me because, you know, we can have a talk about that for hours. Um, living here forever. It, it, no, it's, it's honestly one of those things where it's like it's I won't say it's a mystery in D.C., but it's one of those things where if you're local and it's something that you actually decided you wanted to research, you'll mm-hmm. learn more and more. And the more that you learn, you, you feel disrespected at the fact that, like, there's certain things that they tell tourists. Like, I'm sure the same thing with Georgia. You go to Georgia and it's like, wait, like. The shit that Listen, they, oh, they yeah, still wait. they still have fucking uh, plantations that they upgraded one big ass building um, mm-hmm. for like a penitentiary re- rehabilitation center right mm-hmm. across the street from houses that are four hundred k, three hundred k, seven hundred k, and people don't give a fuck, and I'm just like. Why are these shacks, because they're slave shacks, why are they still fucking up? And it's to remind, yep. it's to remind black people that we're not far removed. Yeah. Wild shit. In today's society, it's not about jobs more than it's about having self-sufficient or independent forms of existence, such as businesses and institutions. We can no longer afford to look for handouts or look for help or look for any form of welfare or charity from the universe itself because it's becoming a universal concept that things must become more self-sufficient, specifically the planet Earth. Good day. Absolutely. 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 It makes it always makes sense to buy property if you're going to get a, a multi-unit or anything like that. But it definitely doesn't make sense to buy property if you don't have a job and you're only going to get a single family, even if the single family may carry some equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, um, this might not be on the same topic, but uh, I apologize in advance. Where is the NAACP at? Where are the, the preachers in these big mega churches trying to... Um, on TikTok uh, videos. At least hold um hold their counterparts who are not African American like white preachers um to defend the cause of of um br- police brutality and um things that are um turmoil that's going on with um um minority races. Um, that hasn't been addressed at all. Where they hiding that? You can't hide in your church forever, boo. Purple <laughs> dollar, purple dollar with his private plane. Quiet. 
Um, Matt, listen, listen. And his 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 church got ATMs in it at the door, just mm. in case he got cash. Uh, I sent you at the all, door. All the preachers here are quiet. They are never standing up having something to say or anything to give. Yeah, but the thing is, once you got your check already cleared, you don't care no more. Like, think about it. When you know that payday's coming up on the 1st and the 15th, and you see that direct deposit hit, you don't care about your bills. You're like, hey, I know mm-hmm. for a fact I got paid. I'm all right for at least a week, at least two weeks. I'm straight. They see they see the same thing. They're like, wait a minute. We know for a fact service is on Sunday, and they're going to go ahead and give us that. Not only are they going to give us that, we're going we're gonna to get there last. We're going to get that. Like, uh, what's the episode of Martin with uh, Reverend Leon Lonnie Love? And he was like, hey, uh, I don't care what you give me. Just give me what you got. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it is what it is. Like, but, God, man. You know, crazy. Oh, we, we, we down yeah, to we, one, we, Greg. We, we down to one. Oh, We're no. Down, we got oh, two. shit. We're down to two. I know um, that they do have um, nice condos right across from where Lorton, uh, the uh, the pri- the prison that you could get you could get a prostitute and anything mm-hmm. you else if you was a shot caller back in the day. They have uh, condos across from that. Ma- matter of fact, they even made Lorton a museum. Ew. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so basically Lorton uh prison, rather, like it, it's been like on a lot of like the TV shows. You can go to like MSNBC and stuff like that. Lorton has been like highlighted as like one of the more prominent prisons in the United States. The reason why is because they have more privileges than a lot of prisons. And I, I don't want to like speak like I've ever been there more importantly. I don't want to speak like I've actually like experienced these things, but what I do know is they are known to they've had extra privileges that a lot of prisons don't have. Like uh what was what do you call the, the visits? So like you have the conjugal visits, you have the ability to go and do things that most prisons don't give you the ability to do. Um yeah. but in saying that that's that's just the prison system, you know, the the prison system that I'm not used to because Obviously, I watch it on TV. I've never actually been to jail. Like, knock on wood. More importantly, I'm not spreading my cheeks for nobody. I'm sorry. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. 